Welcome to the Art of the Dive. We are off and truly running now. Game week done is finished and game week two is coming up. We've got about a week. I've got Jim and Jake. Oh my goodness, I don't know who to say hello to first. It's not going to be Jake. Jim, how are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? You have a good week? I'm great. I'm great. Uh, Jake? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I'll see how it is. I mean, I think you no. knew how it was going to be, right? Yeah, I didn't, but okay. What do you mean you didn't? You know, how long have we been I doing didn't. this podcast? How many years now? This is our fifth year, I think. Yeah. So, like, has it ever been a situation where things have been good for you? Yeah, it's the five-year itch. I see how it is. <laughs> the five-year itch? What? What is yeah. that? That's not a thing. That's no, a thing. Look it up. Look it up. Yeah. I just celebrated my five-year wedding anniversary. Well. Maybe it's your last one. Hard to say. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's get this party started. Uh, Jake's feeling very big today because he had a nice game week. Uh, a good first game week one for like the first time in the history of of his FPL career. And what's really fun, Jake, for me is I love when you have a good game week because your chest gets so big and you hold your head so high and almost always by the next week, you have been kicked in the balls like 35 times. Yeah, we'll see. To be determined. Yeah. Do you have any plans to like avoid that this year? Because you have had a number of uh, you had a number of great game weeks last year where you got exceptionally cocky about where you stood, and then um, and then that was it. I'm I'm just gonna keep uh, doing my work. No transfers planned. Team set ready to roll yeah i'm proud of you you've made it you made it one game week longer than i thought you would to like just play conservatively and relax a little bit but it helps when you have whatever you had 112 points this week huh? mm-hmm. yeah jim a pretty solid game week for you right yep pretty average which is way better than i usually do so i'm very happy as well similar to jake yeah Got i think that. um we talked about this l- last week right when we opened up we were talking about how if you can just be average to start the year, like to get to Christmas at average, you'll basically be number one in the world by the end of the year. Yeah, it's just not losing in the first half of the season. So I'm not losing yet. Right. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, we've got a lot to talk about. It was actually a really interesting game week. Um, You know, I think it was kind of funny how you, you think about all these players and you're trying to figure out like who's best to have. And everyone likes to say all the bullshit that they always do, like on Twitter, right? Where it's like, just so you guys know, Twitter's just a blip. It's it's just a very small percentage. And in my head, I'm always like, yeah, but it's the small percentage of people who like, you know, spend a lot of time on it and, and probably have a decent idea of what's going on. Uh, and, and then almost all like the Twitter picks hit this week, like almost every single one. And so uh, we've got a number of things that we're going to we're going to start off with. Uh, with a pod today, a couple of big picture questions. I think the most important one from from Marvin the Gooner: Should Arsenal be a one on the fixture difficulty difficulty rating scale? I guess Jake can probably answer that. Yeah, as the Arsenal specialist, I would say most definitely. Yeah, were you? Were did you watch the match or no? Uh, I watched the second half. Um, I had worked the night before, so I didn't get up in time. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah, it's a sad job by you. Um, do you think Arteta is going to get fired? I I mean, I hope so. I, I just... Oh, you're I, ready for him to be gone. 
Yeah. I mean, he doesn't really... I, I don't enjoy watching Farteta ball. It's not fun for me. I don't think it's fun for anybody else. I mean, I guess you can you say call the it only Farteta thing... ball? Yeah, Farteta ball, where they just kind of like pass the ball around and don't do anything. Um, More the like cool fart thing is, ball. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, you know, what we do on this pod. But like, he gets paid probably millions of pounds to do it or whatever they call it in England. Um, I think the only thing that will like be a saving grace is he can use the fact that he didn't have Lacassette on Obamaying as an excuse. But the only player I enjoyed watching on that team was Smith Rowe. <laughs> Yeah, he's a good player, and you were you yeah. wanted him. You wanted him. I did too, actually. I couldn't fit him in my team, but yeah. but wanted him. Got to have him. I didn't. I didn't talk you guys out he of that. Had one decent chance. Well, Jim was right. You had said Jim that we shouldn't have him, and we both thought he was a good pick. But I, I just he couldn't fit in my team. I, I need another midfield spot. Yeah, midfield. What's up yeah. with uh? I went with Laka. a better pick, which we'll talk about later. Oh my god. Oh, what's, here we go. Got what, god Jim? What's up with Laka and Obama? Man, are they they're sick and they're already out for next week? Are they just like holding out? Do we have any any idea? Are they done with Arteta? I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything. Jake, did you hear anything about it? No, I thought it was like COVID, but I don't know. Actually, I didn't read about it because I've just given up on that team. Fair, fair. As most people <laughs> hey, should. Hey, hey, remember, I just want to be really clear. Remember, was it last week or the first pod where Jake was like, I'm pretty excited about this season. And I cut you off on that, Jake, right away. I was like, don't be. Like, please do not be. Yeah. You're like, no, no. And I said, just wait till after game week one. Was I right or was I right? You were right. Yeah. You called. It's every year. It's, it's, over. it's the exact same thing every year. Um, Thomas Bracken writes in, how does Marco feel that Jake is third in the PSL? Um, the Pumpkin Spice League. Uh, I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't really care, Thomas. He's not going to stay there very long. You know, like give Jake three to four weeks and he'll start doing weird things. It's what always happens. Bobby Love, literally everyone but Gaz and Wilson are above Marco. Crying, laughing face, crying, laughing face. Good I think question. he picked yep. it up, yep. right? I don't think you're in the bottom anymore. I don't know. Bobby thinks himself a big man, you know, it's just, it's yeah. constant from him. Him and Jake would, I feel like Bobby Love and Jake would be best friends. That's the best compliment I could ever give Bobby, and it's a pretty bad one. Oh, we'll have to hang out sometime. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, well, let's get into uh, the pod then for this week. Uh, we've got league sign up, so uh, league league dive is open uh, still. I think we'll leave it open. What did we do last year, Jake? Did we leave it open for like a couple weeks? Yeah, and then like everybody who got has their best game week ever finds our league somehow. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. People like started joining the league at an alarming rate that were really good. Uh, so it, we'll just keep it open probably for the first like three to four game weeks, and then we're gonna close it and kind of go with what we've got. Um, the league code to get in is five K eight five R nine. Five K eight five R nine. Bingo. Um, so, so that's a league. Uh, if you want to join the PSL super league, um, you, you have to join the Patreon and then you can get into the discord. We've got a huge, huge group of folks in there that are part of that. Um, and, and in order to do that, uh, I guess I never really mentioned last week and some people had reached out. Um, so in order to do that, you can go to patreon.com and search the art of the dive. Uh, you can shoot me an email at the art of the dive at gmail.com and I will email you back. Um, or you can just shoot me a message on uh, Twitter that you're interested in being involved, and we will uh, we'll send you over a link um, so that you can do that. Um, let me pull up quickly just the um, 
the dive discord team um which did pretty well this week uh, i think we should just start with that 95 total points um which puts the uh the team at a game week week rank of seven roughly seven hundred thousand. so nice start to the season um captain sala had basically the same team as everybody else really similar team to mine actually um sala fernandez ings antonio were the returners alexander arnold um and then everybody else oh and greenwood greenwood everybody else did kind of boring things so um should we talk? I don't want to like do a thing where we spend like forever on our teams, but I do think that it's worth discussing our teams and like maybe where, I don't know, like you guys, I, I didn't do bad, but you guys both did better than me. Do we want to talk just briefly about kind of like what we wish we would have done or, or what we, we should have done uh, if, if we could redo it? Obviously, a little hindsight game. Everybody good with that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Let's okay. Go. I think we should start. Um, so we'll, we'll start with Jim. Um, I guess, Jim, like just the quick roundup of like who hit on your team and did well. Um, and then, you know, like areas where you feel like with your wild card, your logic was really good. Like you thought it out and you and you got it right. And then maybe like one or two things that you're like, ah, oh, man, like I'm nervous. I don't have this guy or I wish I would have done this instead. Yeah, so I got the template guys, Captain Sala, Bruno, Ings, and then Samikas. I didn't have TAA. Um, not great. I want Wilson over Antonio because I'm an idiot. Uh, I got Cresswell, though. That was nice that no one touched that cross and it just yeah. won extra points. Yeah. And then I'm going to take a victory lap on Sun because I don't know why people don't have him. He was like hands down, what was he, top four last year, four players over 200 points. And he was the only one who was less than 12, and he was 10. And then, so, of course, he scores the game winner today, gets me 10 points. Very happy about that. Probably keep him all season. Is that, that's it? What about things, so, is it just TAA that you feel like you don't have? Is there anybody else that you're like, man, I wish I had that guy on my team? I mean, I, I do wish I went Antonio over Wilson. I got a little too cheeky there. But otherwise, like, Sufal, Dinge, and Barnes, I'm fine with long term. They'll probably get me some points. Sanchez whatever template he's fine that's my that's pretty much my entire squad oh i didn't go shaw either that that was good worked out oh, well yeah. again yeah that was a risk but yeah. paid off nailed it yeah um jake how about you um i'm happy i mean i think damn it son is it <laughs> son is a good shout um Benny Hanna was an excellent pick. He looked fantastic today. He's one of my differentials. Um, and honestly, I like my team. I don't think I need to make any transfers right now. The only the only player, the two players, I, I wish I would have found an extra 0.5 for Cresswell over Sufal, but I couldn't do it. Although um, Sufal literally played a ball to Antonio from like two yards out and he missed the header. It was a little bit tricky because yeah. it was coming in quick. He, but He, he had I, about six, like, who followed about like yeah. six of those last year. Yeah. I mean, that's going to keep happening. I, I think, I think Shaw would have been fine. I mean, Leeds really only had that one shot that probably was a low XG by Alien. I don't know exactly what it is. The one team I'm really worried about where I probably could have saved that half mil was uh, Ings for Villa. Yeah, Villa looked terrible um, against Watford and like didn't create any chances. Ings just got lucky with like a 96th minute penalty. Um, 
I literally would rather have any forward cheaper than Ings or DCL at eight moving forward. But he has two good fixtures still with Newcastle and Brentford at home. So I'm not going to just get rid of him right now. I'm just going to hold my transfers. Okay. Um, And uh, I guess for me, like I'm looking at my squad, mine was really template as well. So Fernandez, Salah, Antonio Ings, Alexander Arnold, uh uh and and i guess for me the the guy that i feel like i shouldn't have in my team and i don't really know why i do is white uh i have an arsenal player in my team i I don't know they had like an okay fixture and then two terrible fixtures and i'm not really sure like what the thought process was there um i might i'm gonna pull the jake and play the work card on that one uh i i was in tinker mode and then was like holy shit i have meetings all morning like i almost missed i almost missed stuff like literally was like on my computer and then had to like just be like saving my team i forgot i have meetings the entire day i'm out of here so that really sucked um i don't know that i would have fixed that anyways but the guy i'm most happy that i have on my team is definitely deli alley how did that happen again? Did you do that on purpose? Yeah, a hundred percent. I did that on purpose. Great pick. Okay. Okay. Great pick. Uh, didn't play him this week. Going to play him the next three weeks. I'm going to, I want this on the record right now. I'm expecting over the next three weeks. Um, I'm going to go with four returns. I said it. Four returns from Delhi. Wow. Four returns. <laughs> Someone um, from our Discord that I think doesn't want to be named said we need to keep like track of our shouts like this. So I'm writing that one down. Yeah. So actually, we, no, no, no. It's it's uh Keith. It's Keith. Keith is doing oh, it. So we are we are. No, no, no. Keith is being very public about it. He sent me oh, a message okay. of the things that we talked about. He said he'll do it every week for us. He'll just pick like three to five things. He said that we that we want. So he he uh, after listening to the pod, he sent this to me. Um, so we can we can kind of reflect on like did we actually hit it or not okay uh, he said uh, the first thing that we were all on board with was Samikas will 100% be a great pick and a, a good 4.0 Liverpool defense uh, defender I think that was correct right did we get that Nailed right it. yep yeah we got that right yeah Nailed okay it. then he said Jim's obsession with Wilson boom I mean you, he got a return that's pretty Goal. good yeah, yeah that's fine I'm that's happy yeah yeah the totally downer happy. the downer yeah. Jim was the alternative right I know the downer was that you would have been on Antonio and halftime I was like I'm sitting pretty I got a Cresswell goal a Wilson goal I was like I'm gonna be first in the league and then Antonio just goes off and I was like all right now I'm the idiot but I'll take I'll take the yeah. six points well, it's, that's fine yeah so he, so he said that's good he he I said that's a good to go then uh 30 says Marcos Deli Alley and then he he did addiction but he put dick in the inside <laughs> <laughs> do you get the joke no i do I do. do you want you, me to explain can, yeah, it jake yeah can you explain it? no i'm good I, I, what jim is it? didn't quite quite get it but <laughs> i should do it for jake there's a video of deli alley getting fellatio what and then that's the that's the reference can you uh send me the link i'll do the link i'll put the link um in the podcast good good put it on twitter it'd be great yeah. Uh, and then finally, Jake's love for Mape. Yeah. <laughs> he got a goal. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we did pretty well. I, I actually, um, I, I actually was thinking about our pod. Normally, I just like let our pods go after we do one. I'm like, all right, that's done. Like, whatever we said, we said. But we were pretty spot on last week with like suggestions and players to pick. I know that we went very template, but we also said that that was on purpose, didn't we? Yeah. Played it safe. Yes. Yeah. So, this guy's yeah, like the, no he's so, like the, 
he's the take police he's gonna like hold us accountable and stuff does he do this for other podcasts or is it just like a vendetta against us <laughs> like all, like the the fml field guys are like the always cheating guys he's like yeah. idiots zero zero out of zero <laughs> Uh, yeah, there should be there should be ratings, right? Like you should get like a score, yeah, you graphs, know, like an accuracy score. Yep. Yeah, that'd be great. I feel like we'd be we'd be pretty solid. Um, all right, so uh, just really quickly, uh, Jim, Jake, me—that'll be the order. Uh, your total score, your game week rank, and then we're gonna move on. Jim, uh, ninety-eight game rank of three ninety-three K, and uh, I forgot the other thing. No, that's it, Jake. Ah, uh, 112 game week rate of 58,731. Damn, spicy. And I had a 93 game week rank of 911,355. Uh, so not bad, not bad. Um, anything else you guys wanted to hit with your teams or like kind of what's going on with, with things or should we take just a quick break and then kind of get into game week stuff for next week? I just want to shout out to Alonzo for crashing home a goal. Oh, well. shit. I forgot about that. <laughs> man. Because he... he was one of my differentials that I really wanted. Oh, man. I wish I would have gone with him, but it's okay. Yeah. He really slammed that goal home, huh? <laughs> yeah. There, he he never. I, I don't think in that shot, never once did he even think about pumping the brakes. Mm-hmm. The second he got that didn't ball, he look. was dry. Yeah, I know. He didn't even look. He just was driving forward. He was going. He was going to smash that ball the second that he received it. Anybody else want to get some driving jokes in? Oh, that's what we're doing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's like, what the? F- what's going on here? Uh, just a little rant. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jim. Anytime. I don't know. You've you've probably never listened to our pod before, but um, anytime that Alonzo comes up, you need to have a handful of driving references on. On retainer, okay? Got it. Like, he went through that yellow light like that. Was that good? Wasn't the best. People, like, people were excited you were on the pod, Jim. Everyone, like, was happy that you... I think they just wanted to talk shit to me and Jake, but they all were saying how it, they liked you. And now that joke, I feel like that might derail your, your you know, your kind of, like, uh, your early rise to the top. That was, you had a chance to really cement yourself as a serious co-host here, and you dropped the ball there. Some could say I didn't stop at a red light. <laughs> yeah, you're going to want to. Is that better? Is that good? Yeah. I blew yeah. that stop sign. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Um, all right, let's take just a really quick break. Uh, when we come back, um, we're going to get into some stuff about the game week. Um, we'll talk a little bit about sala and bruno yeah we're gonna make fun of people that don't have him i it doesn't i don't feel like we should not and uh and we'll have uh, some conversations about potential transfer plans stay tuned welcome back second half of the pod game week two deadline i believe is on saturday right fellas Oh, I hope so. Sure. Yeah, it's an early morning. It's an early morning Saturday deadline. So we've got some time now. We'll talk a little bit about transfers later, but I think this is a good question from Kendo. Um, you know, just talking about in general, like how how we should play out these first couple weeks. And and he was talking about as well, like building into this week. But you know, you build your team for the first few fixtures, even up to that international break. Should you be using like a, a planned wild card when there's a fixture swing? 
um, and, and kind of be focusing on a new set of players. So, Jake, you talked about this a little bit, um, I think, like the first pod when we were talking a little bit about our strategies for the season. Mm-hmm. And you had said that you had, I don't remember which week, but you had a week planned out, like picked out, and you were going to wild card no matter what. You were going to like, you know, you're going to build your team from for those first few game weeks, and then you're going to wild card. Um, is that still your plan? Do we think it's the best plan? Uh, or are we going to continue to kind of be the like, oh, you have to be flexible? Like, what do you guys think? I'll take it first. I'm still sticking to that plan, and it's game week seven for me. Um, a lot of people have also talked about like game week four being a big fixture swing, but to me, I'm really looking at Chelsea. Um, they play Arsenal, Liverpool, Spurs, Man City, and four out of their next five. Um, so that really switches. And even Man City themselves, they have kind of a fixture swing right after seven because they have uh, Chelsea, um, Liverpool, Leicester, and Arsenal and four out of their next um, six. So that's kind of where I'm at. So you're so at the moment, that's just the plan. Is seven hits, you know you're wildcarding. Yes. Okay. Um, the only player that I'm worried about, well, two players, is Kane and Lukaku, obviously, ahead of that. Because, we'll, I mean, we'll talk about that later. Ooh, a little foreshadowing of sorts. Mm-hmm. A little yeah. a little foreplay of sorts, huh? Yeah, it's always good to have a little foreplay in your pod. A little, Maybe a little... I mean, fo- foreshadowing. Some five play, even, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Jim, how about you, like, strategy-wise? I've always been pretty open about... Like, I try to hold my wild card as long as I can, um, and I've had pretty good luck with that. The last handful of years, I kind of wait till I feel like, and that is a bit of a feel, right? You, you hit a point where you're like, oh, man, I'm treading water here, and I got too many issues on my team. Got to f- switch it up. What are you leaning towards this year? Yeah, I think it's that's what everyone should be doing. It's just holding on as long as you can, because every week that goes by, we're getting more information. You know, we're learning more about their XGs, play styles, new transfers. And then we're kind of figuring out like who the template guys are going to be, who's going to be good. So that's it's pretty much just hold on as long as you can. And then you're like if you have to wild card, you know, in 15 or 18 or whatever, that's even better because you're doing well. So I'm just waiting. We'll see how it goes. No plan at all. Yeah, I uh, make a yeah. double. Oh my gosh, ad. everyone's Double's talking African. again. Jake, no, god damn it. Uh, what what do you want, Jake? Devil, Devil's Advocate would say, though, that your wild card gets less and less useful the longer you hold on to it. Why? For. Just saying. Well, because you don't have as many weeks that you've used it for. But if, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but if you use it too early, then, like, you can get bad players and you're just screwed. So, it's, you gotta, you know, like, it's once you're That's in trouble. That's why seven yeah. is kind of nice. Okay. Well, Terrible hmm. devil. I don't get Jake's argument at all. Alright. Just thought. <clears throat> Well, it's upsetting, Jake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, wa- I want to be upsetting. Yeah. That's my goal. Well, you have achieved that. You, you have achieved that. Uh, I guess, um, I don't know. I, well, Kendo asks, are there any players to keep an eye on or avoid? I mean, yeah, there are. And we'll, we'll talk about like kind of the Bruno Sala, Sun, City, Kane, Lukaku, like all that stuff in a minute here. Um, I think the next question is probably the, the one that I want to hit is, is from Thomas Bracken. Who are the early season bandwagons? Uh, which ones should we take seriously and which ones should we ignore? Are you, are there guys that, you know, and I don't really have a feel for it. Like who's considered a bandwagon player right now? I don't really, I don't know. I'm I, because like 
there's Sala and there's Fernandez and you kind of, I feel like you kind of have to have them. I mean, who would you guys, does anyone feel like there's a player that maybe in Twitter or something that people are all about that like maybe he's not going to pan out? I'm not sure. I think it's a little early to tell. I don't know. I've been monitoring the Twitter sphere and haven't seen much uh, much buzz about the <laughs> new <laughs> hot <laughs> thing. <laughs> monitoring Twitter sphere. Why did you say it like that? Because it, it, it's weird, and that's what I'm all about. Yeah, it is. It is. So, sorry, continue, continue. That, that was my point. I'm done. <laughs> now I don't want to pod anymore. Uh, I'm done. I'm turning it off. It's been fun, guys. Two episodes, well, one and a half. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, hey, one of the players, one of the players that's interesting is Pogba with his four assists. Yeah. Like I, I feel like that could be a little bit of a trap. Um, obviously he was fantastic, but like, I don't usually go for players that are seven and a half just based on assists. Um, he did, I think have like one or two shots, but yeah, but they were Pogba uh, shots. It's a little risky. I I only watched, so I only watched, uh, I, I watched almost no matches this weekend. I watched about 10 minutes of that game and I think I saw both of Pogba shots from like 40 yards out. I mean, just like absurd. I, I don't know, understand what's going on with that. But yeah, Marvin had asked that. He said, can we consider Pogba again? Do you think he will play more advanced this year? So I, I think what happened in that match, right, is is Bruno's just left to do whatever the hell he wants, which I think is the right way to allow him to play. Um, and, and then they play a player like McTominay a little bit deeper, like kind of in the hole. And he's right. He's holding, he's, he's holding midfielder and, and kind of allows Pogba then to roam as like an eight. Right. And just like, you know, patrol the entire middle of the pitch. Um, but last year Pogba did end up playing a little bit deeper. I don't know, like if the system is going to change at all. I do think that they, you know, with McTominay playing there, I don't know if he'll be there consistently, but when McTominay plays there, he does play really, really deep. I mean, he's a traditional holding like a six, traditional six. And, and I do think that frees Pogba to move a little bit further forward, but I do tend to agree with Jake on that one. Um, his thing is going to be assists, right? And I don't know, like, is he worth considering when you're, you're going to for sure have Bruno as well? Jim, do you, I mean, do you have any thoughts on that or not really? Yeah, so McTominay played next to Fred, and then I think Pog was probably going to fall back into one of those roles once, you know, either Sancho starts, Martial is fully fit, you know, Rashford comes back healthy, Cavani comes back healthy. I think Pogba kind of, this game, was in that front four, and I think as soon as any of mm-hmm. those guys come in, then Pog was going to drop into one of those roles and kind of rotate with either McTominay or Fred. And he's going to sit deeper because, right. you know, like, what can he do for them offensively? He's obviously not good. He only had four assists. Yeah, no good. No, he's, I mean, he's, he's great. He's fun. I mean, he's fun to watch. I, I just, I, I don't, know. I don't get why don't, they, everyone tries to put him like deeper as an eight. It's like he was great for Juventus in an attacking role and they played him in an attacking role and he gets four assists for you and carries that team. And then they're like, you know what? We're going to move you back a little bit and have you do some other things. It's, it's like, it's madness. I don't understand it. Yeah, he doesn't, um, I don't know, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't uh, affect the game, right? Like from those deeper roles. Yeah. I don't know why they keep thinking that he's going to. Every manager does this to him, and it's just a shame. Makes me cry at night. You should be the manager. I should. should. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be great. I would just be like, Pogba, go do things, Bruno, score all the goals, and uh, yeah. Yeah, you guys just do stuff. Bada bing, bada boom, goals. That's all it takes to manage. That's I love. Uh, I love all the people that go off on managers, like online, right? Like saying what the manager should have done tactically, and it's just like, 
I don't know. Like, yeah, you, that's why you're sitting your ass on a couch, you know? Yes. Yeah. I, I do. I do want to touch on like, cause we were talking initially about players that could be like kind of traps or people that we should like consider there. There was only three players that had more than 10 penalty area touches, which is definitely something we try to like keep, keep an eye on. Um, and they were Sala, of course. And then interestingly enough, Triore really uh, for Wolves. And he also led for total shots, um, six shots, four of them in the box. I mean, he missed two breakaways. Um, and then Sar for Watford had 10. Love Sar. Um, a cu- cu- yeah, I mean, a couple interesting other players were Pe- uh, Pepe, Pepe from Arsenal at nine. Um, and then M- M- Buemo from Brentford had nine, and he's five and a half. And I know he was kind of like a Twitter darling, but he's definitely on my radar at that price. Um, How about so. so? So, did you watch the match with Triore? I didn't get a chance to, so I'm going to have to like dig a little bit deeper. But I was actually, I kind of thought Lester was going to like just take it to Wolves um, and the game was a lot closer than I had expected and honestly Wolves probably should have won I mean Vardy hit kind of like a wonder goal which he typically does and then Triori just missed two breakaways were they playing were they lined up in a 3-4-3 three, three? Uh, that's a good question I would have to kind of look back on that yeah my concern with Triori has always been that his best season was 1920 he had 130 total points um, which was which wasn't bad. He was priced at 5.0 that year, four goals, nine assists, and I love the penalty. I mean, all three of those guys that you listed are just they're pace merchants, right? They're like players that just live off their speed. Sars the same, um, but I, I don't know. Like, does he is he like a player that can score goals? I, I don't know. He's never shown. He has seven goals in his four uh, five seasons in the Prem. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, that's probably the biggest knock on him is he can't finish. So you got to stay away until that changes, I guess. Yeah, he was 10th in I mean, it's XG, cool that he can dribble. 0.75. Uh, so, I mean, like, he had chances. He just doesn't finish. I don't know. He's he was he's so good on the ball. It's yeah. just if he, he can't finish, then he's not going to be an FPL asset. Or if he gets hurt or rotated hey, like he that's has. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. 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 Can um can either of you guys look up uh so what was his, what what was his xg like last year versus like what you know what I mean like what he what he actually scored what was the delta on that yeah. that would be an interesting so that would be an interesting I, and maybe because maybe then we're wrong right maybe we're completely wrong at I least we'd you. have some numbers you. behind that what do yeah. you got so he's got last year two point zero eight xg on two goals the year before he was three point seven xg four goals and then one point two six one goal so slightly underperforming typically oh, so he's right. yeah but like right but ba- but basically given the small sample size like he's on it he's just on his xg i i don't know that he like he's not the type so it's fun it's fun to be a player that can like you know that can just like knock the ball around pl- around other players right and like and and don't get me wrong he he has a great drop of the shoulder and like a great change of pace but that starts to ma- just, like think about that that starts to matter less when there's less space to play in which is the uh, the final third right so like as there's less space to push the ball into and just run onto it you can't do that anymore and that's the other reason i mean i know that he also has played some wing back too like in the last year which which puts him further away from the goal but that's the other reason that he hasn't had a high xg so that's i guess why i asked are they playing a 3-4-3 i'd be very interested to know the system that he's involved in this year um that would that would make me feel maybe more inclined to pick him i don't know just my two cents 
Um, who was the other guy you were just talking about? Sar, Jake? Yeah, Sar for Watford. Are you eating again? Yep. God damn it. Fucking A. God, you can't... How is it that you can't find a way to, like, get the food in your mouth? Like, I was just talking for two minutes. Mm. Were you even here? How are you, like, making a sandwich? Yeah. I'm eating espresso beans. I'm I'm trying to, like, get jacked for the pod. Jesus. You... I, I don't want to talk about it even. Um, anything else about SAR that you wanted to mention, Jake? Uh, that's another game I didn't really get to watch a ton of, so I'm going to have to dig a little bit deeper. Okay. Okay. No, those are good. I mean, they're great shouts, Jake, of guys to, like, just keep an eye on it. Um, they're, they're both priced right. It's just if, um, you know, if they're going to have product, right, at the end of the day. Uh, well, I guess speaking of product, we can probably talk about um, about the big boys, right? Bruno and uh, and Salah, are we all? Should we should we discuss that a little bit? Jim, you pulled some stats on them, like expected stats. Um, they obviously both had like monster game weeks. Um, Salah having his uh, his goal and two assists, and then Bruno with the uh, with the three goals. What did they look like statistically? If we dig a little deeper, Jim. So Bruno had 0.78 xg, way overperformed. Um, Salah was at. Whoa. 0.24 with 0.87 XA. That's pretty interesting. And then Sun with 0.27. So he's just always overperforming because he's amazing. Yeah, that is kind of Sun's thing. Um, so a lot of people, it was funny because, uh, again, I guess this is Twitter bubble, but, um, you know, Bruno's owned by a, a huge percentage of people, uh, 54%, almost 55% now. Salah's owned about the same. Um, but there was a, a pretty... I mean, more than I expected, like a, a group of people on Twitter that w- was like, oh, well, I'm going to go without Bruno. I'm going to go in another direction. And it was interesting because on the last two pods, we didn't even really discuss it because we just didn't think it was really a thing and, and didn't even bring it up. And um, and then it turned out, I saw like the, the fallout on Twitter as Bruno's just banging goals where people were like, what was I thinking? Um, I mean, I don't know. Is there... Does anybody have sympathy for anyone that doesn't have him? Nope. Don't care. You're an idiot. <laughs> Jake? Silencio Bruno. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't care. That was dumb. I, I think, you, Jim, you said it perfectly. If if you were thinking about not going with anyone, it should have been Salah. Yep. He's a half mil more, and he finished with less points last year. And uh, I, I think Fernandez, it's pretty, pretty clear that he's just going to be involved in everything for United. Um, there are times, I mean, Salah is too, but there are times when he's not as involved, I think, as Bruno. Um, I don't know. I guess that's it to talk about there. I, I What do you do if you don't have him, though, now, if you don't have Bruno? Like, what what would you guys do? What do they have, like, four or five good fixtures coming up? So, and you can't, I don't, you don't want to take Southampton, Wolves, Newcastle. Oh, man. That's tough. Maybe you just roll with it. Stick to your guns, you know? Jake, yeah, I thoughts? feel like you're in it now until the wild card, right? Yeah, if you made a mistake this early. Well, the other problem, yeah, yeah, the other problem is you're gonna have to find someone to game week three captain when when Salah plays against Chelsea, probably. So that's gonna be tough. Just captain Son, yeah. Yeah, all boom. right, good. There you go, done. Get him, got him, good. Um, I think that the you know the the thing that we could discuss a little bit here, and and it's obviously very like hypothetical but the Kane situation is really interesting and he, he didn't travel with the team um I, I don't remember did they say he was sick is that what they said 
Uh, he wasn't fit. They said he trained that morning. He hasn't trained with oh, the team yet. Yeah. Yeah, not fit. So, uh, you know, the rumor, of course, is that uh, City are, you know, try- they've they've offered a number of bids and it's like in there's conversations or, or maybe not formally offered bids, like kind of informally. I'm not exactly sure. But, but, uh, but yeah, we were talking about this um, kind of at the break when we were off mic. What happens if Kane goes to City and what are you willing to do in order to get it? Jake, you're the type that's willing to do anything to get anything. What would you do? I think I would just have to wild card to get him in because I can't drop Sala or Bruno. Um, and I have Sun, and I, I like Sun. I mean, I I guess it depends on what week. Um, Sun's fixtures do get a little bit more difficult game week six. So, like, if I dropped TAA and Sun to get in Kane, that would be doable, maybe. Do you have to have him if he goes to City? I think you do. I think you do because I mean, here's the reason. Here's my thinking behind it: is Antonio's great, right? He always gets injured. Wilson's great; he always gets injured. Ings is great; he always gets injured. DCL kind of just disappears, uh, you know. Like once their fixtures change, kind of just falls off. Um, so where do you go in the forward section later? I don't. I don't know. I mean, maybe there, there'll be an answer, but. I just with with him at City, like I just can't imagine. I mean, that's what they were missing. I, I don't know if you guys watched the game, but it was just like they need someone in that center forward spot. Yeah. And they don't have anybody. They shouldn't have gone for Jack. They should have just like been like, please, please, we'll do whatever for. Oh, Kate. didn't they put Jesus oh. on the wing today? That was cool. It was good thinking. Worked out well. Yeah, they just don't. I don't who? know who. Uh, Jesus, Gabriel Jesus from Man City. He was their backup oh, striker. Oh, did they? Yeah. Did he play? Uh, he came off the bench uh, for. Oh, okay. Okay. Sterling. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why they have so many wings. He has a squad worth one point three billion dollars, and he doesn't have a striker. So I don't. I don't know how that happened. Oh, look at you, Jim, dropping numbers on us again. Uh, numbers with Jim. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, I know. I can tell yeah, you how much they're worth. Let me just punch that in the calculator. Be pop, boop, pop. All right. <laughs> Computer over here, Jesus. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I think so too, guys. I think if if he does go to City. Um, and we know he's fit and ready to start playing. Um, I, I don't. I gotta have him in my team. I don't really know how I'll do it, but I, I think I'm with Jake. I don't see how I can't do it without a without a wild card. I might go like just um, drop Sala, go to Kane. Yeah. After yeah, a I mean that would weeks. be the other move is just Sala out. Yeah, yeah Sala out, Kane in. Uh, yeah, I gotta wait though because I don't. If, I mean, if he's gonna be on pens You're... for sure, and City have rotated pens, which has been tough. But if he's on pens and he plays and he doesn't get rotated, then yeah, he's gonna be the best FPL asset in the game. Yeah. You're gonna have no Liverpool attack though? Or yeah. I might like you I could do so like go to Jota? Yeah, so it's actually really easy looking at it with my team now. I'm I'm doing it right now. Um I can drop Sala and bring in uh Jota. Uh, mm-hmm. let me see. And then yeah, and then I could have him in my team tomorrow. Done. Boom. Easy. I just don't know where Jota plays if if Firmino takes back that top spot. And even if in their even formation. if Jota does that, that works. does play, he only plays like seventy minutes usually. He barely got the sixty uh, yesterday. So yeah, yeah, that's fine. You just go with Trent. I think that's how I, that's how I do it. I'm doing Jota to King. Yep, easy. I would rather do Trent personally. Yeah, I agree. I would rather try to find a four four point five defender, but that's still gonna make it a little bit. That won't be enough for Kane. So right. Salah's the one move. 
you know, but otherwise you're going to have to cut positions two spots. Yep. And you take a hit to do it. Yeah. So is there anything else worth talking about at City? Last week we said at the moment we weren't really considering any of them. You know, one of the few players that we, I guess we didn't hit on with, with uh, Thomas's question, one of the preseason bandwagons was Mares, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people were talking about him. I did one draft with him and was just like, this doesn't make sense in my team. Um, you know, and then, I mean, there's, you know, Gre- Grealish, of course, people were talking about. We didn't think Sterling was really going to be ready to play, and then he was. Um, KDB played some minutes. Um, so does anybody have any thoughts on the direction with City if you're going to try to get in on those players? Are we still of the same opinion as we were last week that it's just – it's too hard? It's too hard. It's Kane or bust for That's me. what Jake said. Um, yeah. Same. Yeah, Grealish <laughs> playing at the uh, 10 today was pretty interesting. But if he he's going to get rotated, so not interested. Um, I tend to agree. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how else to handle it. Um, so for now, I guess it's just wait and watch and, you know, I mean, KDB is always the guy, right? Um, that like doesn't really get rotated, but he's still coming back and, and, uh, and we don't exactly know what they're going to look like until he's there. Um, and he's at 12. I mean, super expensive this year. It's, it's just hard. I, last year he was at 11.5, which was still expensive. The year before he was at 9.5, which made him like really easy to plug into your team. Um, but at 12, it's pretty hard to pick him. Uh, especially he's had some injuries and sometimes is getting rotated now. And I don't know. So I'm kind of avoiding. Um, the last thing we had on our, our sheet for today, like just with these questions was Dennis from Watford goal and assist essential Jake. Uh, no, I think Jim should hit this cause he was the one who was interested in Dennis or wanted to talk yeah, about Yeah, I mean, him. he's cheap goal and assist, but only played 68 minutes. Uh, his numbers are decent, his advanced metrics. So, uh, you can keep an eye on him, but I don't, I don't, I don't really want an attacker from a bad team. So going to avoid, we'll wait and see, wait and see. That's me, where we're at right now. Let me, yeah, I mean, of the, of the forward goal involvement, it was Antonio Wilson, which we talked about, DCL, who it was interesting that he played um, right away. And, and same for Richarlison. Like, had I known, I, I probably would have had DCL on my team over Ings. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't – I don't even know where Dennis is. He must have – oh, there he is. He's at. He was at .43 goal involvement. So, I'm, I'm not a huge fan, I think. He got a little bit lucky. And Villa, just, they scare me. I, I'm not, I'm worried about Villa. I mean, I'm glad I only have Ings, who that's an easy drop down, which is kind of part of the reason I went with him. Um, but Villa looked pretty bad. Who are you guys captaining this week? Bruno. Jake? Man, I do think that home fixtures are going to be more important. Um, it's tended to be, let's look at oh, like, yeah. the results. The only away um, team. Oh, so go ahead. To win was Bright- Brighton and Liverpool. Brighton, Liverpool and oh, West, no, West Ham. Ham yeah, too. three. Yeah. West Ham. yeah. Um, so, and, and I, that makes me want to lean Salah again, but I will say that I'm a little bit more tempted to go with Fernandez because Southampton just didn't look good. I watched that Southampton Everton game and yeah, they kind of look to be more of a mess, but I, I don't know. Burnley are never like that defensively good. So 
I mean, what? they're Burnley, though. That's kind yeah, of their thing. That's their. Yeah, that's like their <laughs> reputation. What do you mean? That's they're not good at defense. To give up a a shit ton of shots. I don't know. They've never been that great at defense. They just somehow manage clean sheets. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think. not that good at defense, but clean sheets. It's stupid. That's not well, even good defense. Well, they give up a ton of shots. I don't know. Like that's what Salah wants to do. He wants to shoot the ball from the top of the box. I think that. I think that plays into like Liverpool's like strength is to. To, to let them have possession on the outside of the box and just whip crosses in. I don't know. That's just me. Maybe I needed to do a little bit more reading on that. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, um, how did does anybody remember how they fared last year? How Liverpool fared against Burnley last year? Yeah, there was that like 0-0 game where Liverpool had like 24 chances, I think. 1-1. Hmm. Um, it was 1-1. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah um, Burnley last year, I'm just now interested if, if this is correct. Um, so, let's see. Yeah, I guess, you know what? They they were pretty bad in the expected goals conceded category last year. They got a little uh, bit. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, they were sixth worst in the league. But they got more offensive kind of as the well, year went on. Where was Southampton, though? Yeah. Southampton was right next to them, almost the exact same last season. Yeah. That is almost the exact same as they were. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, all right. Well, I, I currently have it on Sala, but um, but that's just carryover from last week. So, I don't really know um, who I'm going to pick yet. Uh, I'll keep an eye on it. I, it's it's obviously Sala Fernandez for me. I, I guess at the moment, I lean a little bit more towards Fernandez because I'm nervous that Burnley is just going to kind of pack it in with their 4-4-2 and, and play really deep. And, um, you know, Liverpool, I think, are the team that really want to play on the counter, whereas United, they play a little bit differently. Whereas, like, when, when teams do sit back against them like that, I think they do a better job of breaking down low block defending. Um, I think sometimes United also, because they don't, like high press as much as Liverpool do and don't win the ball in more advanced areas. United like will drop a lot deeper and defend like in a mid block or a low block. And I think that that allows the other team to have some possession and come out of their shell. Um, and, uh, and I think, you know, United like that, right? Like they like to kind of allow you to, un- to, to come out of your, your deep, deep block and and then they can counter on them so I, i'm leaning towards fernandez but the, the problem is the home fixture like jake mm-hmm. said that's the big thing for me so I, I don't really know um are you guys making transfers i'm planning to hold i'm gonna hold i i don't feel like i need to adjust anybody at this point in time. yeah i think we need to get more information still so i'm just holding wait and see yeah, and and hopefully when you when everybody built their teams, they had some a little a little bit of like depth just in case you know a guy gets sick, sick here or ends up being you know hurt or so that you can you can sit and hold for the week because um yeah I mean to have to have two transfers going into this would be really really nice so this next week or or game week three excuse me um, anything else you guys wanted to hit like with the pod this week no. I think so. I think yeah. we. I think we did kind a good job. It. Yeah, I think we're great too. Yeah, I think we're, we're great amazing. too. Yeah, 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 high fives all around. Yeah, I think we did a good job. Uh, okay, so uh, follow us on Twitter at DiveFPL, Instagram The Art of the Dive, or on Facebook. You can email us at theartofthedive at gmail.com. If you ever want to send questions, and you can email them to us, 
Um, or you can uh, message us on Twitter via DM. Or um, every week I normally put out like a tweet that says like, hey, we're going to be potting. So like just go to Dive FPL, uh, our Twitter handle, and uh, and you can just scroll and find that that uh, that tweet. And then you can comment on it, a question that you might have. And and we love having questions. We get a lot of like the same folks that kind of write in. A lot of them are, are Patreon supporters, but anyone can write in. So anyone that listens, we'd love to have questions from you. Um, doesn't take long. It's kind of fun to get different people in. Um, you can download our podcast anywhere, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. Um, the last question we have comes from Two Point uh, Sex Sounds. Uh, what's the best topping for ice cream? Uh, before you a- uh, before you ask, I like Cadbury's Flake. What's Cadbury's Flake? Not a clue. It's not real. Isn't Cadbury, isn't that like a chocolate? Don't they make the eggs? You know Cadbury eggs? Isn't that a thing? I guess, yeah. I'm looking it up. Yeah, it's like, it looks like a cinnamon roll, but it's chocolate. What is that? I'm looking it up too. It looks like a dried out, like, second harvest. Turd. Looks like a turd. Yeah. That would be, is 2.6 sound is is English, I, I believe, correct? Has to be. Yeah, it's yeah. gotta be. Yeah, that would make this must be an English thing. They like they like putting weird things on weird things. Don't yeah. we all? Um, I don't eat ice cream. So so, what do you guys like on ice cream? I don't. I, I don't like it. What do you guys eat on ice cream? Oh, Oreos, easy. Oh, yeah. toppings. Uh, yeah, yeah, still Oreos. Yep, still Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jake. Uh, I don't really do a lot of toppings, but I really like caramel. I guess is what I would say. Caramel or caramel? Caramel. However you want to pronounce it. Right. I no, I like ice cream. I just I get um I get sick when I eat it. I'm one of those people. Can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well that was fun. Fun pod, guys. Uh good game week by you guys. I'm a little disappointed that I'm the worst, but uh, you know, what are you gonna do? And um looking forward to uh Delhi Alley uh, with a, a dime and a goal this next week against Wolves. Can't wait for that. Uh should be really fun. Um if you guys have anything for us this week or any suggestions about the pod, email us, uh, DM us, whatever. Can't wait. I'm Marco. And I'm Jim. And I'm Jim. And remember, don't drink drive. Did, did, did I do it? Was that good? <laughs> Damn it. Jake, say it. You, and remember, you should dive so we can end the pod. And remember, you should dive. <laughs>